Hello again. I'm Frank Mickens, and this is Faith Fire Media. I am excited to be with you today because the, the Lord is really speaking to us in this hour of confusion where there is a lying spirit that has been let loose in the land. And today the Lord wants us to know he wants us to check our sources. That is today's topic. Man, I can't wait to dig into the word of God. Where we're going today in the book of Second Chronicles is really going to assist us all as we battle lies in the land. There is an agenda to woo you away from the truth and keep you in bondage and confused. But God is merciful. He's full of grace, abundant in goodness, and he's got a plan. We'll be right back after this. God bless you. Frank Mickens back with you again for another episode of Faith Fire Media. And today our topic is simply check your sources. We're going to dig into the word today and, and look at a phenomenal example of how our heart condition really is of interest to God. And that we can get to a place where our heart condition is, let's say, beyond help. We have rejected the truth and we're comfortable with it. And the Lord doesn't, doesn't want us to get there, especially now when there's so much information. We are in the information age and we know that the prince of the power of the air, the enemy himself, is all about broadcasting iniquity and twisting the truth. And so it behooves us to know how we can weed out that which is not true. Even things that might have an element or a nugget of truth. And weed those things out so that we can get the full truth. That is the will of God for your life. The Bible says that you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. In fact, in John 17, 17, the Lord Jesus says, sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth, meaning set them apart, put them in a, in a different direction, a different location in the earth as salt and light by your truth. It's the truth that literally causes us to be light in the earth. We cannot operate in darkness. We cannot operate in lies. With that said, just want to tell you, the Lord has really been encouraging me to get more of the word out. And so we have an email newsletter now. If you go to faithfireworldwide.com, you can hear a lot more about what the Lord is saying to me and how he wants to protect us in this hour. He really is concerned, and I've said this many times, he is concerned about the soul condition of the body of Christ. He always is, always has been, always will. In this hour, there are some things that he's looking at in terms of our hearts, our desires, our passions, our intellect, the way we think, those things that are important and priority to us. To us. And he's allowing pandemics, political strife, all manner of vision to expose issues in our hearts where we have put idols in place of God, the gaps, the things that we have not allowed, allowed God to reside in our minds and the way we think. And so this is a time of the preparation of the bride of Christ. So he's really encouraging me to put more of the word of the Lord out. And so I want to invite you to go to faithfireworldwide.com and you can scroll to the bottom of the homepage and sign up for our email newsletter. We'll be getting that to you as the Lord speaks. Also, if you want to sign up for text alerts, particularly if you want to know when we're going to be going on live. We've been doing that a lot more on social media, on Twitter, and on Facebook, and on YouTube as well. You can uh, sign up for our Faith 
FIRE text alerts by texting Faith Fire to 55498. 55498. FaithFireWorldwide.com is also where you can go and support the ministry if that's something the Lord is leading you to do. Now, with all of that said, back to our topic, and it is simply this check your sources. Check your sources. Have you noticed that it doesn't matter what you turn on television, it doesn't seem like you're getting the truth. You're getting truth and some other ingredients. Well, the truth plus something is, is a lie. And the truth, his name is Jesus Christ. So if we're getting our consumption of information from anything other than Christ, it's a mixture. There's something there that doesn't belong. And so we need to be spiritually employed. We need to be walking by the spirit. We need to literally take no thought for the worldly things and see everything by the spirit. We're supposed to see people by the spirit, which we are to know no person by the flesh. So the Lord wants us to be spiritual beings as we direct our lives. That doesn't mean we don't eat. That doesn't mean we don't have fun. But the point is the foundation of who we are is in Christ. When you come to be a believer, Jesus Christ bought you. He says, I am a consuming fire. I am a jealous God. He wants all of it. He wants all of you. Praise the Lord. So with that said, let's talk about this topic. Check your sources. How do we discern what's going on in the spirit? Well, it has a lot to do with motives. And I'm talking about your motive. So, so we can't help someone else's motive, okay? We can't help what network television is telling us. We can't help what local broadcasts are telling us. We can't help what bloggers are telling us. We can't help what particular politicians are telling us. They have their agenda. Their motive often has to do with gain, financial gain, right? Reputation, gaining influence and power. That is not what Jesus is concerned about. Jesus wants to be exalted. He wants to be lifted up. It's not about money. It's not about power, prestige. It's not about influence. It's not about selling books. It's not about getting elected. Literally, we are called to serve, to be living sacrifices. And so we need to know our own hearts because we can't help other people's hearts. And there will always be the spirit of Antichrist in the earth. Amen, says the book of 1 John. There will always be lies in the land. There will always be sin. But those of us who are the sheep in the pasture of the Lord, we know his voice, but we need to be inclined to hear it. We can decide not to listen to the voice of the Lord, even though we know it, it might get drowned out by other voices. And we just choose not to pay more attention to the voice that is in the crowd of voices. So let's go to the book of Second Chronicles. I'm going to go to the book of Second Chronicles. Actually, before we do that, let's go to the book of Proverbs chapter 6, and just lay some foundation. Let's go to verses 16 through 19, and it says about the Lord, these six things in the King James Version doth the Lord hate, yea, seven are an abomination to him. A proud look, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked imaginations, feet that be swift in running to mischief, a false witness that speaks lies, and he that sows discord among brethren. The enemy is all about sowing discord. Where you see discord, the enemy's there. Where you see division, the enemy is there. The enemy has gotten into the minds of those people. And they need to repent and turn away from whatever's in their heart that is causing them to be divided against other people who are created by the same God, the same risen Savior. But within that, these seven abominations, we have a lying tongue. 
and a false witness that speaks lies. That's what the enemy is. The work of the enemy is what the Lord hates. Remember, Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. How does this apply to me, Frank, in my heart? Well, we need to be able to notice when the enemy is doing these things, that he's speaking lies. So I've been seeking the Lord increasingly concerned about how a lot of us are approaching decisions that we see as matters of freedom. And I want to say this now. Freedom in the kingdom of God does not give us the right to do whatever we want or whatever we feel. Amen. Whatever we do, we should be doing it heartily unto the Lord, not men. Amen. We are only free when we are in alignment with the heart of God. We should just put a pin right there. We are only free when we are in alignment with God. Paul was free when he was in chains. Glory to Jesus. Jesus was free even when he was being held before he saw Pontius Pilate. He was free on the cross. He submitted himself as a servant, a free offering of his life for sin as the, as the, as the savior of the world. And that is why he has been given new life. That is why he was resurrected. He has always been free and was nothing except free. Literally, Pontius Pilate looked him in the eye and challenged Jesus. And Jesus says, my kingdom's not of this world. He was not concerned about this world holding him back. Jesus never had to fight for his rights. And in the Western church, what we've done is we have equivocated fighting for rights to do certain things with Christ. And that's not the case. Is it glorifying God? Is it? How does having gun rights glorify God? Now, I'm not saying I'm anti-gun because I'm not. I am not anti-gun. What I'm saying is the priority of Jesus is not our right to bear arms. That's in the Constitution. We'll get to that a little later on. My point, though, is we are only free when we're in alignment with the heart of God. You can be free in China right now. Not democracy, communism, oppressive but they're free if they're in Christ. Glory to Jesus. That's how Paul could speak to a slave and say, obey your master. Glory to Jesus. Because their freedom was truly in Christ. And they could trust and rely on Christ to set them free. This is stuff that we've got to get to our spirit because that idea of freedom and, and our rights in the Western church can get into our theology and get into how we'd make our decisions. Amen, somebody. Somebody hears what I have to say today. We are only free when we are in alignment with the heart of God who tells us to live, to love our neighbor and that our bodies are a temple of the Holy Spirit. Glory to Jesus. You are a house of God. You are a Bethel. You are a location on the spiritual GPS of heaven where Jesus looks at you and says, there I am. And so we should be serving Christ instead of serving ourselves. We should be serving Christ instead of saying we serve the U.S. Constitution. We do obey the government authorities, but our king is Christ. Glory to Jesus. We belong to God. All of us belongs to God. God is a king. He is truly sovereign. And he doesn't have to ask our permission for anything. And so we really need to be in alignment with him. I pray that you hear what I'm saying today. So I asked the Lord as I've been praying with this concern about the body of Christ. 
Take me into the scriptures, Lord. Where is it that you can show me something that can give us light? How, can, how is it that we can get carried away with moves of culture and politics? How do we find ourselves walking in error? And he took me to 2 Chronicles 18, and that's where we're going to go. I'm going to read verse 22, and then we'll dig into some more to this contextually. 2 Chronicles 18, 22. Bear with me. This is going to be a longer teaching, maybe about a half hour or so which means 45 minutes. Amen. But seriously, 2 Chronicles 18.22, it says in the New King James Version, Therefore, look, the Lord, I say the Lord, has put a lying spirit in the mouth of these prophets of yours, and the Lord has declared disaster against you. Case uh, point of clarification, I'm not saying that all prophets are false prophets. I'm not saying that all prophets are lying prophets. What I'm saying is you've got to be aware for the proclivity, the opportunity, the potential for people who have a prophetic function, people who are speaking on behalf of God, people who are saying they've heard from the Lord. There is a potential for them to be speaking what they think is of God, but it's actually a spirit the Lord has allowed to change the message from a glorifying God message to a lie. Why? Because there's an audience for it. And we're going to dig into it into a second. So God himself, this is why we pray this way, lead us not into temptation. The Lord will allow temptation in your life to expose some things in your life. His mercy endures. We're going to see that too. But the Lord, this is his character. He knows your heart better than you do. And he allows things in your life to bring exposure to issues of, of idolatry, witchcraft, rebellion, where you're stepping out of the will of God and you've replaced God with an idol, a thought where you've prioritized something other than God in your life. So he will lead you into temptation if you're looking for it. Glory to Jesus. Sometimes we don't even know we're looking for temptation. We think we're following the Lord, but actually we're looking for power. We're looking for strength. We're looking to be right. Glory to Jesus. And that's not what we're called to. We're not called to be right. We're called to die. We die with Christ. <laughs> Amen. So in this passage, we have King Ahab claiming that he wants to know the will of God. He wanted to go to battle. He claimed he wanted to know if going to battle was God's will. We got a lot of fights going on in the earth. And we should be asking that question. Is this my battle, Lord? Glory to Jesus. So it says in 2 Chronicles 18 and verse 5, the king of Israel gathered the prophets together, 400 men, and said to them, shall we go to war against Ramoth Gilead or shall I refrain? So he's doing the right thing. Should I go to war or not? Let's seek the Lord. Sounds like a good motive. But King Jehoshaphat realized that these prophets were not speaking on behalf of God. So these prophets came and said, yeah, go to war. But there was another king there, the king of Judah, Jehoshaphat. And he says in verse uh, six and seven, is there not still a prophet of the Lord here? See, you can have prophets that submit to the Lord as they release the word of the Lord. And then there are prophets who are not submitted to the Lord when they release what they say is the word of the Lord. And we see that distinction here. So we had 400 prophets and the king of Judah, Jehoshaphat, said, no, 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 no. All these four guys are not prophets of the Lord. He recognized and discerned he needed to check his sources. Hallelujah. He says, is there not still a prophet of the Lord here that we may inquire of him? 
So the king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, this is Ahab talking to Jehoshaphat, there is still one man by whom we may inquire of the Lord. One man. And then he says, but I hate him because he never prophesies good concerning me, but always evil. He is Micaiah, the son of Imla. He didn't want to hear what the true prophet of the Lord had to say because what the prophet of the Lord typically did was tell him what he didn't want to hear. And since it didn't agree with what he wanted to hear, he rejected the prophet of the Lord and went to the yes men. That's in the land right now. Get free from that right now. God, we repent. Lord, I repent for, for listening to my favorite prophet, for listening to my favorite pastor before I listen to you. Lord, I repent for if there's any place in my life where I have allowed someone to sow discord into my heart and into my mind and into my habits. And I ask you now, Lord, to expose in the crowd of voices in the land who is a prophet speaking on behalf of the Lord, even if they're not a prophet, who is speaking on behalf of the Lord, who is speaking the wisdom of God. Glory to Jesus. This is going to set us free in this era. Knowing the voice of God. Let's keep reading. Oh, quick note, the volume and the number of people claiming to know God's will is by no means proof they are speaking for God. Listen, we've got millions of people that are convinced that Donald Trump won in 2020. Because there is a volume of people that have prophesied, that have been preaching, that have been teaching that, that the election was stolen from a man. And this move is an example. I'm not going to get into the politics of that. I'm not going to get into the spiritual, the spiritual nature of that specific situation. What I'm going to say is the Lord told me Donald Trump was not going to win. And so I knew that before even November. And so to hear people prophesying it, I was seeking the Lord like, wow, Lord, I don't understand how I know what you told me in my dreams. And people are prophesying that he's going to win. And it was a setup. The Lord was allowing a situation where people would be tempted to listen to and believe a lie. And he's exposing that in our lives. And so this is an opportunity for us to repent and say, listen, Lord, I put my emotions, my desire, my desire to be right, my desire to mix politics with my faith. And they don't belong in the same place. And I've literally, Lord, given myself over to this idea that there's only one way to rule and reign the government of America. And that's the Republican way or the Democratic way. Both of them have issues. Amen, somebody. Neither of them are biblically sound. <laughs> Amen. So listen, we don't have to get into that. But my point is God often uses a minority to speak his word in the midst of people speaking against God's will, even claiming they're speaking what thus saith the Lord. It is vitally important that the people you listen to are speaking in agreement with the heart of God in the written word. Oh, so when people are telling you to dishonor the government, reject it. That is not from God because the Bible says honor the king. The Bible says submit to the government authorities. And so all of this stuff about don't wear masks. It's not of God. If you have a government mandate that says wear a mask inside a restaurant unless you're eating, wear a mask inside the restaurant unless you're eating. You're no less a Christian in fact, you're more of a Christian when you submit and humble yourself to do something you prefer not to do because you know it honors Jesus Christ, 
who, by the way, submitted himself to Pontius Pilate. Glory to Jesus. We can have the fellowship of his sufferings, y'all. We need to understand that comfort is not a call. We're not called to comfort. We're called to walk as Jesus walked. And he walked and carried pain. He was a man acquainted with grief, says the word of God. A man of sorrows. We, we esteemed him stricken and rejected. That's your call. You want to live and love like Jesus? Embody the suffering servant. Take up your cross daily. This is an encouragement to you. I pray that this is bringing you to a place of repentance to lay it down. Listen, God, I'm not more interested in being right than I am being in relationship with you. So the word says Ahab literally hated the prophet. Listen to this. He hated the prophet, the person speaking, because he never spoke prophecies that Ahab considered good. But God is only good. So if God's speaking, even though it's something you don't like, glory to Jesus, it's good. Listen, despise not the chastening of the Lord, says the word. He chastens us because he loves us. He corrects us and rebukes us because he loves us. The Bible literally says the work of an evangelist is to convince and correct and rebuke. That's in the word of God. So we want to hear the happy-go-lucky, Jesus is Lord, everything's fine, I don't need to be corrected stuff. And that's just not biblical because we have a sin nature that is consistently all the time being submitted to our spirit if we let it. And we need to just embrace that process that we're being brought into alignment with God progressively so we look more and more like Jesus. The bride that Jesus returns for is going to look different than what we see right now. We're not going to be divided. That's first. So I can I can tell you unequivocally now that by the time Jesus returns, the church will not be divided over politics. So if you're engaging in division over politics in the body of Christ, that is a point of repentance for you because that's not the church. Glory to Jesus. I'm so excited. I hope you can hear this word. I hope you share this word. Some of us need to do some self-examination. We really do. We need to be careful about who we're sitting under, who's teaching us and preaching. And what are we eating? God is only good. All he does is good. So the issue is not, is the word good? The issue is our heart good. Oh, bless his name. Are we postured to receive correction? When we don't want to hear the truth, when we hate the word of God, it's dangerous. God will send us lies to test us. And listen to this. This is something that I think will help a lot of people. When we're hating the word, when we're hating the message of repentance, we're hating the message of just Jesus. When we're hating the message of uh, patience, love, joy, peace. When we're hating the message of love your neighbor, not yourself. When we're hating the message, bless those that curse you. Do good to those who despitefully use you and persecute you that's a problem. Love those who hate you. The Bible records that we should leave vengeance to the Lord. And some people are preaching. I see preaching happening and I can see the spirit of judgment through which people are preaching. They're judging people that don't agree with them. And a lot of times it's their opinion they're preaching and we can't get into opinion. God, are we postured to receive correction? When we hate the word, we're hating Jesus. When we're rejecting the word, we're rejecting Jesus. And get this, we're operating in witchcraft and rebellion. And if we continue to do that, it just sucks us deeper, deeper, deeper down into lies. And we begin to believe all kinds of stuff. 
This is the sin that ripped the kingdom of Israel from Saul. And it will cause us to forfeit the blessings of God in our lives. I'm going to wrap up here. We're going to have to do a part two. But in 1 Samuel 15, chapter, uh, chapter 15, verse 23, it says, Rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Because you have rejected the word of the Lord, he has rejected you from being king. That's what happened to Saul. Saul was the king of God's people, but didn't want to hear the word of the Lord that said, wait. That he didn't want to hear the word of the Lord that said, kill everything. Don't take anything for yourself, including people's admiration. Give all glory to God. That's a very strong elixir and intoxicator when people want to hear what folks think about them more than what God thinks about them. So let me wrap up here. In this state of mind and heart, if we don't repent and turn toward the Lord, he will be forced to act in order to keep us from infecting others. Listen, I'm going to read it again. In this state of mind and heart where we're in rebellion and witchcraft and we're listening to lies and we like it and we just want to feed our desires. We want to be right. We want our freedom instead of the freedom of others. If we don't repent and turn toward him, listen to this, he will be forced to act in order to keep us from infecting others. Wow. So he has to do a cost benefit analysis. God says, OK, if I let this person continue to go down the road, they're going. Their children are going to be infected. Their children's children, because I visit iniquity to the second and third, uh, the third and fourth generation. Families are being defiled. Communities are being defiled. Cities are being defiled. States are being defiled. Nations are being defiled. The world's being defiled. And so since God says, as truly as I live, the glory of the Lord will fill the earth. He's got to stop the infection of lies that are causing people to fall away from the truth. He's got to stop it at some point. And with those of us who are in the faith, there's always mercy. And we're going to see that in part two of this message. I praise God for you hanging around this long. In part two of this message, we're going to see the mercy of God that even when we are finding ourselves intoxicated by lies that make us feel good about how we think and that how we think is exactly how God thinks, even though God doesn't think that way. He will send situations. He will send and allow spiritual attacks in our lives and send a corrective word in that trial to get us to turn. And you're gonna see it in scripture. We're gonna go back to 2 Chronicles 18 next week. I praise God for you. I thank you so much for your time. Listen, if you wanna find us, you can find us on our website, faithfireworldwide.com, faithfireworldwide.com. Faith Fire Media is a ministry of Faith Fire Worldwide Revival Ministries. I'm Frank Mickens, your host. I praise God for you. Check your sources today, this week, for the rest of your life, and make sure your heart is positioned to receive correction from God and that you just want to be in alignment with Him. Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all the other stuff will be added to you. Praise God for you. We hope to see you again next week. God bless you. 